0: Hello and welcome to another 11 p.m. I got sunburned on my face because I rode around uh, on my motorcycle wearing uh, my half helmet and didn't put any sunscreen on my face. See, you can tell. Yeah, so. I got raccoon eyes. Whatever, I don't give a shit. It makes me look mysterious. It makes me look mysterious like uh, the Adams Family movie. They, they did a... Uh, th- anytime you see Morticia... They made sure to put a soft, focused white light on her eyes. Did you ever notice that? Every scene, she's got like a glow around her eyes. It's like me. Pretty soon, uh, I'll be marrying Gomez. Man, what a fucking Raul Julia in that movie. I love that fucking movie. Uh, Krista stopping with Aloha and a bunch of big frogs and saying cheers, cheers. I have a massive headache, but hair of the dog. Mmm. Tasty. Black Cat's Poppy. How you doing, Black Cat? Good to see you as well. Um, We're going to do a little bit of a weekend recap and talk a little bit about a movie. And it is Father's Day, so thanks, Dad, for being a great dad. And to all those fathers out there. That's all I'm going to say. Because I feel like everybody else has been talking about Father's Day all day and all weekend, so I'm I'm done. That's all I'm going to say about it. Um, yeah, I have a headache. Um, this is yet another weekend where I (laughs) I kind of relaxed today, but I think I overdid it. (laughs) Um, I made a mistake yesterday. Not the mama. That's what, uh, if, if mama meow comes in here, that used to be her, uh, like favorite sound clip. She, she loves that sound clip. Um, saturday i got up i have something in my eye fucking and i had a uh massage to go to in the afternoon so i was like well i need to get some stuff done so raced around got shit done around the house went and did that and then because of traffic i was like shit by the time i raced home quickly cleaned up I then had to turn around and race back out and go to a family dinner, and did drinks and all that stuff for family dinner, and then drove home. And as I'm sitting at home, like, man, I'm getting a fucking headache again because I had some whiskey at dinner. I was like, I know. uh I think I'll take a nap, and then maybe I'll. And right as I'm thinking about taking a nap, I realize. Oh, shit, I had something else going on tonight. Had a family in town, and they were like, hey, let's go out and have some drinks. So then I turned around and raced out and went and did that. And had beers, and uh, by the time I got home, I was fucking wiped out. And then this morning, it was just like, ugh. I'm sitting there, and I'm like, we will watch some TV or whatever. I started getting restless. I'm like, I don't want to just sit here all day. So, decided to take a motorcycle trip. So, I got on my bike and went riding around, and it was, like, super refreshing. I went to a cigar lounge. You may have seen some pictures of that. Um, Went and had a couple cigars. Had some drinks there. And then this... Fucking waitress at the cigar lounge. She's like I could really go for a pizza. I think we're gonna get pizza today. I'm like why does everybody have to talk about food? So then I'm like I was initially just gonna have like a turkey sausage. I was gonna like eat light No. I got pizza on the brain so went to a pizza place and had a beer over there and ate a whole pizza, and came home. And <laughs> honestly, I I feel slightly trashed. <laughs> hey, I wonder why. <laughs> the pizza was fantastic. It was a spectacular pizza. Uh, pepperoni, pineapple, banana peppers, and some Parmesan. Yeah, pineapple pizza, pineapple, me, uh, banana peppers, pepperoni. I feel like might be my new favorite pizza. And that was like the place that I get it from. It's like the perfect sauce and cheese. It was just f- fresh and hot and delicious. So yeah, I did that. And then um, after I came home, I could throw in a load of laundry and Whatever. <sighs> then I like was like, oh okay, I'm gonna um I'm gonna take a shower, I'm gonna get cleaned up, I gotta do the nightcap thing. And I'm like, man, I'm getting a fucking headache again. Because it was like temperature wise, it was beautiful today. It was like seventy eight degrees or something. And now tomorrow it's gonna be back to ninety and rain. So, once again, my sinuses are all fucked up because it keeps going hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold. It's just brutal. So, yeah, my knees feel sore. I have a fucking headache. But, well. Kurgan79, stopping in with the what's up, y'all? Kurgan79, great to see you. As always, we play uh, the fantastic music at the beginning of the show provided by Kurgan79. Spectacular uh, musician and a great friend. Kurgan79, how was your weekend, sir? Cheers to you. Yeah, I got a little bit of a headache. and maybe drank and smoked too much this weekend, but let's go ahead and have a. Oh! Who loves you, baby? You're beautiful. Thank you so much, Kurgan, for the fucking subscription, man. Cheers. Been subscribed for 17 months. 17 months. You're a gentleman and a scholar, sir. I really appreciate it. I really do. Uh, You traveled all weekend and now you're in Copenhagen. What, uh, where did you travel through? And uh, what is the final destination slash loop here? That sounds awesome. Krista had uh, 60s weather but is now going to warm up. Yeah, it's... It was nice today, but it's going to go back to being humid and shvety. Shvety. Oh, that's cool. Can I, man, Copenhagen. That sounds fantastic. Traveling all week. like The traveling thing is interesting because the, the movie that I'm going to talk about in the second part of the show has a little bit of a travel aspect to it. Milwaukee, to New Jersey, to Toronto, to Copenhagen. Interesting. Let's say, uh, that's quite the trip. To New-Joysey. Jersey, that is quite a trip. Uh, how long are you traveling for? You don't even have your luggage! What? Please, God, tell me they didn't lose your fucking luggage. Uh, 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 (laughs) How long have you been waiting for it? It's in Toronto. Wow. It just baffles me how... Much that gets fucked up still, all the time that the airlines have been operating, and they still can't get you to a destination with your fucking suitcase. They got goddamn barcodes on them. You've how how (laughs) how? I just don't understand it. (laughs) I don't understand. (laughs) Like we can we can do all these super complicated things we can land shit on the moon like but a guy can't go this suitcase with this letter on it goes in like that bucket how, how do they fuck that up i don't understand Kurgan says one day he had to buy underpants and socks and shirts. You can't find pants his size there. Uh, in case you didn't know, Kurgan is a giant dude. Uh, dude, that sucks. That's bad. They're like little people over there. Uh, Like, are are you still in the airport? Or are you at like a destination place? Because if you're at a destination place, what you could do, if you're at a hotel and they have a concierge, tell the concierge about your problem and see if he can, uh, see if he can't solve that for you. I've actually had times when I traveled where I was like, hey, I need this thing and whatever and I don't really know where to get it. Like, here's... 20 bucks can you find or recommend a place to get it or order it or whatever but they might have some ideas if you need some fucking pants because i imagine if you're walking around with no pants uh it's gonna be bad king or who loves you baby you're beautiful thank you so much man fucking 14 month subscription cheers to you dude i hope you're doing well King Dinosaurs just stopping by and says, have a good stream. Have yourself a good night, King Dinosaur. Love you as always. Uh, you talk to them, they're kind of useless there. You just can't find good help anymore. You just can't find good help anymore. You'd be like, look, I tell you what then, I'm just gonna fucking walk around here just in my goddamn underwear then dash v stopping with a big happy smiley face dash v how are you doing oh man no, fucking <laughs> like I've had it where i've I've forgotten stuff before like i didn't I didn't have a suit, like I needed a suit coat, and I managed to like get one or whatever somehow, but like Thankfully, that was also like, I only had to wear it for a few moments and then could take it off. But like, if you can't find pants, just get a, just get a bed sheet, wrap a bed sheet around your waist or make a toga out of it. And then just be like, no, I'm, uh, I'm from, I'm doing a Roman cosplay and just for a time. I know, wrap it around your waist and just say that you're the Kurgan. Be like, no, this is a, this isn't, this is a kilt. Do not, do not insult my heritage. And then if they do, you say there can be only one and you chop their heads off. That would work really well. I feel like that would just clear up all the, all the problems you have. Yeah, well, I can see, I got you, I got your back. (laughs) Dash V is doing well enough. Desri, you're possibly doing better than Kurgan, who has no pants. <laughs> oh my god, L- losing your luggage and shit like that, though, is just such a fucking mess. <laughs> Black cat, I knew you'd like that idea. They want you for what Arrested. My fucky arrested. Didn't you say get this cool? Ju- I get a cool jumpsuit. It's- Orange is just my favorite color. I mean, maybe, or maybe a blue one. I it'll match my eyes. <laughs> Go, going to prison because you can't find pants? <laughs> <laughs> Look, I feel like in the scheme of the world, weirder shit has been done. <laughs> Dash V does have pants, okay. But, um, yeah, I, uh, was riding around, uh, today and I've kept the windshield, uh, off that bike. And the more I ride without the windshield, the more I'm like, I just kind of like this. And I got these, um, earplugs from the, so like I have these reusable ones and they're pretty solid, but I got these other ones from the auto parts store. The ones that I bought online that were, like, the generic 3M whatever foam earplugs, those things fucking suck. Like, I know they have different quality of whatever, but, like, those are trash. Uh, it was either that or the ones I could like get them at, like, CVS, but, like, fuck that. The automotive <laughs> part store ones, the, the foam is a much nicer foam, and, uh, it expands slower in your ear, and isn't is hard, uh, but it makes a really good seal. And so, if you're on a boat or a motorcycle or whatever, and it isn't that you necessarily need the decibel uh, protection, uh, I would recommend if you're getting cheap earplugs, uh, buy them from the auto parts store. I just felt like those were better. Cause it's the wind, not the sound people are like, Oh, my bike is loud. And I'm like, that's not what you have to worry about. It's the wind buffeting and blowing through your ears that will fuck your shit up. Like, don't necessarily worry about the sound of the bike. That's not what will make you lose your hearing. So I think, I think I'm going to continue to do that for a little while. Like, you know, freeway speeds for, for too long, that gets annoying. And man, do you get pelted with shit? like it's regular service street driving around eh so that was my adventure for today and again you can see I got some sun I got sunburned uh, on my face but it felt great sun, some sun and some wind it's very relaxing I just wish we didn't have so many fucked up roads and so much shit under construction like every fucking road I ain't talking about that anymore. It's just gonna piss me off. So that was all that. Um, I also managed to find. Um, I talked about this a little while back, but um, found these for years on end. Oh yeah, like it just never fucking stops just never fucking stops. It's fucking, it's mind blowing. Um, I found a, a humidity gauge and it's funny because the one that I had, I'm like, I put it by my dehumidifier. I'm like, why does my dehumidifier have like a 15% swing from this other gauge? I think it's broken. So I managed to find one that was like $5.00. And yeah, the other one was broken. But I was thinking about that. I'm like, that's a tricky device though. Because how do you know it's broken if you don't have another one to compare it to? I feel like temperature you can kind of tell. Because you'd be like, it's clearly not that temperature. This temperature gauge fucking is broken. Like a clock or a watch, you're probably going to have multiples. But like, I, sh- I think about stuff like that every now and then. I'm like... How do you know it's working properly? I think back to my cousin Vinny. Oh, well, I used, I calibrated it. Oh, what did you calibrate it with? Oh, I calibrated it with this tool. Well, how do you know that it was accurate? Well, because I recently tested it. Well, how can you tell me that the test you tested it was accurate? Like, I don't know. Every now and then, I, that situations, like on stuff like that amuse me. Like, how fast are you going, sir? Well, it isn't so much how fast was I going? It's the needle on my car was pointed at this number. How do you necessarily know that that's accurate? Maybe it's not. If you use GPS and you use GPS, sometimes oftentimes the numbers are different. And then I've had it where I've tested it where I had like my car and somebody next to me and we had like the little radios. And so we got like bumper to bumper. And I'm like, okay, what, and like, it was off by like three miles an hour. Like, well, it's not like that is a fucking thing, but like, uh, that type of gauge probably shows no voltage when it fails. I mean, I would hope that there would be some check system somewhere to show something not, like, hey, this might not be accurate. Black Cat says she got in trouble with that once. It sounds like a story. Can you tell me? Tell me what the... Tell me what happened with that. It sounds interesting. Yeah, whether well, it's like a... I don't know, a speedometer or something like... I was like, well, how do you know that thing's right? Even, even so weird as like, I... You know, I have like a... I've had blood pressure cuffs. And I had two of them. And I would put it... I would test them. And like... They always gave me different results. <laughs> I'm like... Ooh. Which one is the right one? <laughs> I don't know, I'm gonna pick the lower one. You're like, no, you should pick the higher one because if you go with the lower one, you might be having a fucking stroke. But then I'm like, does any of this shit work? How can you really be sure if it's not like professional grade where you're not running it through all these diagnostic checks and tests? So I'm like, hmm. Like, you would imagine, oh, you're going to set your microwave to be 30 seconds and it's going to cook it for 30 seconds. But maybe it doesn't. Have you timed it? What if the thing you timed it with isn't correct? Oh, well, it's quartz and it's power. I I don't know. uh, I get into funny thoughts about that every now and then. And I'm like, (laughs) what if it's like your superpower or curse or whatever was like measurements are always inaccurate uh, and then like it just causes all sorts of disasters and shit you'd be like i'm never gonna fly a plane i will never get on a fucking plane that would just be complete shit storm you could never be an astronaut you couldn't be an astronaut you couldn't fl- you probably don't want to be uh anything that involves major like navigate like you wouldn't want to be a ship captain you wouldn't want to like i feel like you could still drive a car because you could just gauge yourself against other traffic be like how fast are you going i don't know i it's just pacing the car in front of me sorry officer I wasn't paying attention until there's no one on the road and then you have no idea how fast you're going you'd have to just guess you'd have you'd have to hope for the best you go to cook stuff and your, your cooking is always burned so you always have to like eat stuff that's cold or whatever because you're like i can never tell i feel like in the scheme of things that would be you you could manage with that but i don't know why that's just uh, a <laughs> a silly and amusing we, we rely so much on accurate metrics like is is people and the lives we live and the stuff we do, there's so much attached to numbers, uh, numbers and symbols of like accuracy for the movement you make through a day. And if that was off, like, or if it changed. It's just like, I feel like if something's off, you can eventually tell how much it's off and then you can, but like, what if it was always like random? You didn't know. Sometimes it's faster. Sometimes it's slower. Like, would you be able to eventually just know your way around things or would you end up at such odds with everyone else because the measurements are all off? Like, that's just a, I don't know. It's one of those. Hey, man, what if dog was really spelled C-A-T type things? (laughs) All right, Black Cat says, It was back in the heyday of printing. Calibration and measurements were key for accurate reproduction. The boss calibrated a light frame in a very dumb way. He didn't use the calibrated... Uh, dense on the film. And I was been going about it. And I was the only one dumb enough to redo it. Man live they get yelling, I'm the boss session. Fucking fuckface. Yeah, I did it right. You're the one that sucks. Well, good for you, though. You should have said. Well, not you should have said. Because it. Occasionally you get into scenarios like that and you're like, "Yes, yeah, so? So you're the boss, but you're still fucking you're wrong. And you still fucking fuck this up. <laughs> Work is stupid. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm see you on the boss here. I don't care. Get fucked. You, you're still wrong. And you're... you're st- still shit. And you're shit. Fucking fuck face! wanna... <laughs> 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 I want to create a puppet show the adventures of black cats poppy with puppets And the puppets be like if you've ever seen me do artwork like the puppets will all be made by me out of like paper mache and paintings this'd be all fucking misshapen and hack you never had a boss that couldn't be corrected um uh, <laughs> all right there's, there's a few possible components of that. Number one, Kurgan looks like the Kurgan. So I imagine there's a little bit of the, you're certainly not going to get any lip because they might feel like you could just rip their head off and that would be the end of it. The second portion of that is, I have worked with a lot of, I feel like, small people trying to prove big that uh, very much have sort of that, what is it, like the Dunning-Kruger effect. And like, they're never wrong. It doesn't matter, you can you can flat have the evidence that they are completely 100% wrong. And they'll be like, doesn't matter though, I'm in charge here. Okay, inevitably you end up getting yelled at later because something's not working right and you're like, Oh, the thing's not working right that we told you you did wrong? That thing? Well, you know, if you don't trust management here, maybe it's time for you to look for another job. You love Hack? <laughs> hack is kind of my favorite too. Eh, it's still not the best song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we... we <laughs> I have this friend and like, it's so good to occasionally push the guy's buttons to make like definitive statements that are like, you know, it's, you're stating it like it's a factual statement, but it's clearly an opinionated statement. Like if I say the best song ever is blah, I'm like well, that's not in an objective sense. This is, I'm claiming that for me, that's a, this guy well, I was, like, oh no, not really. It's really not the best one oh you know what the best topping out there it's not the best (laughs) topping and you just wind the guy up it's so fucking good (laughs) oh you know what the best game is though it's Doom 2 and it's still not the best game (laughs) best game is (laughs) grammar I love that guy oh shit (laughs) All right. Podcast, uh, listeners, let's take a brief break and we'll be right back. Just want, just wanted to point out that is the same guy, by the way, that when we were all at a Denny's, when when we were younger, we were at Denny's and we're all like ordering, I don't know, Toast and like sausage and coffee because it was like late. Waitress asks this guy what he wants to eat. And he says, Well, I'm really not very hungry. I'll just have the deli dinger. (laughs) My friend looks up and goes, Or no, actually, the waitress goes, That's the biggest sandwich on the menu. (laughs) We all just died laughing. This guy goes, I'm not very hungry. Just give me. Two steaks, uh, for a... <laughs> Jesus, I hate to see you when you are famished. <laughs> <laughs> give me that deli dinger. Lucky they didn't call it the fucking deli donger. Like, who names some of this shit? Like, really? There's another, oh, what the fuck? I saw something recently, I'm like, how could anyone have picked this name and, and not fucking known how much of a, Like boner innuendo that is Kurgan loves the story when he called the guy crybaby through the speaker at the gas station That is literally I will never forget that story as long as I live the sound of that speaker turning on and echoing through the outside PA I'll never forget that moment fucking classic (laughs) Crybaby now and then I think of that Joel Wall song life's been good so far I got some good memories I do Jesus so switching gears slightly I watched a movie called looking glass uh, that stars Nick Cage and this is not a Nick Cage being Nick Cage movie He actually has kind of a subdued performance. And it sounded like a interesting mystery thriller. The premise is that a couple uh, trying to get a fresh start in life. They buy a motel like in Arizona and discover some strange and weird occurrences around the motel. It's like, Ooh, this sounds good. It's not, it's, boring and goes very slow and could have been a 30 minute anthology piece could have been like something like body bags or twilight like it did not warrant a full length movie And it wasn't that it was necessarily bad it was just uh, come on and so i'm not really going to spoil uh the whole rest of the movie in case no you know what i'm going to spoil it fuck it don't watch this movie. It's not worth your time. I'm giving this a, a, this gets a, my glass is empty out of 10 on the cigar oil scale. So don't, I'm telling you, don't watch it. It's not worth your time. There's nothing memorable about it. Here's the quick summary of the plot. The family had a daughter that died. So they decide to move. He applies to this Craigslist ad to buy a motel, to buy the motel. They move in, they're cleaning it up and he can't get a hold of the guy that he bought it from and just figures oh well the guy probably just went off who gives a shit so they're just cleaning up the motel whatever small town some of the people are kind of weird the sheriff seems overly friendly which is a little off-putting um and then there's a trucker there's a trucker that comes in and he always wants the same room he always wants room 10 just loves room 10 and uh He's like, okay, that's kind of weird. And uh, eventually they find a uh, uh, a dead pig in their pool with a note taped to it. And they're like, man, this is disconcerting. And the guy says, oh, there's local kids around. They play pranks because, like, there was a rumor that there was a girl that was killed here. And, and you know, I'll just tell them to back off. They're probably just giving you a hard time because you're new in town. They're like, that's kind of fucked up. Well, then he also notices what seems to be some prostitutes uh, coming and going in the motel. And not that that is that big of a deal, but he's like, hmm, like, this room's kind of weird. So he's, he's cleaning the place out, and he finds down in the pump room this hole. Like, there's a boarded up section of the wall. He pulls it away and there's like a crawl space with lights. He's like, what the fuck? So he walks down through the end of this crawl space and there's a ladder going up to the floor and the ladder leads up into a small little rectangular uh, like a subspace behind the wall where there's a one-way or there's a two-way mirror. So you can look through this mirror into room 10 and he's like, Holy shit! What the fuck? So it's like, what the fuck is this? Well, to speed this story along, <clears throat> the next time ye old trucker guy comes back, he's like, eh, and he goes in there. Yeah, sure enough, you can watch through this mirror, and you can watch what people are doing in this room. So it's like, oh, that's kind of gross. Kind of debates telling his wife, but then he's like, eh, maybe I'll just board the thing up until uh, this one very attractive woman shows up again, who's apparently a prostitute uh, or something and decides she's gonna go stay in room 10. And then another woman comes and is also going to room 10. Well, now he can't resist the temptation of going to watch through this mirror. So he goes up and he goes and looks through the mirror and sure enough, these two women are in there having some uh overly friendly time together and he eventually gets kind of disgusted with what he's doing and decides uh he's gonna leave dr perry falls subscribing with prime for eight months he's got some rocking chickens everybody please if you can make sure you drop a follow to dr perry falls fantastic fellow. And also make sure if you don't that you also follow just me dash V because he also streams as well. But Dr. Perry falls. Thank you so much, man. I really appreciate that. So he's kind of disgusted with himself. But he as he's as he leaves right, right after he leaves. This guy in a mask who's in the room, kills one of the women. And he doesn't see this. So some days pass, and and then there's a news report. Hey, this woman's been killed. And now this police officer is like, hey, you know, wasn't she staying here? Like, what's going on? He's like, I, I don't know. I this, for, We bought this from this place. The police officers were like, okay, well, we want to talk to the guy who, who bought the place. You know, what what's going on? <laughs> He's like, I don't know. I can't get a hold of him. He's like, are you protecting him? He's like, no. I fucking... So by now this starts to cause some strife with his wife who's like, why are you being a creeper? And like, are you fucking these chicks? Like, what are you doing? More and more suspicious. Well, this prostitute ish woman comes back and now he's like, well, she was the last person to see this other girl alive. So, to possibly clear my name I need to like talk to this chick so he follows her to a bar and she's like I got other customers here like you're just a fucking pervert fuck off I don't want to talk to you leave me alone whatever gets in a tussle beats the crap out of this guy goes back to the motel well now his wife is in meltdown mode thinks that he's cheating on her he's like no look he's like I got to come clean and so he shows her this two-way mirror and she's of course disgusted. She's like, "What is wrong with you? That's fucking sick and illegal and perverted." And he's like, "Well, I didn't like I didn't put it in here. Like, yeah, it was terrible what I did, but like I fucking and now this police officer is like, "Hey, you know, I heard you had this fight at this bar. Like, what's going on with you? You know, it's been like kind of like nothing but trouble since you got into town." Where is the other previous owner? What the fuck is going on with you? And he's like, I, I, I don't know. Like. <clears throat> so the wife decides, you know what? I think I need to go. I'm gonna go stay with uh my mother-in-law. You know, we need some time to be separated. So she goes off. The Nick Cage character is now like, there's a piece of some puzzle missing here because there's something really weird. And did the guy that owned this place like he he had to have known about this fucking spot in the wall. So he tracks him down. He finally tracks him down. The guy is like, yeah, I'll meet you out in the desert. So he drives out to the desert to meet with this previous owner who's acting really weird. He's acting super paranoid. He's like, are you wired? What's going on? He's like, no. And he's like, "I, I don't know what is going on here. And he's like, there's some weird shit in your hotel. He goes, "What was? what's with that fucking room with the fucking mirror in it? Like, did you put that mirror in there? And the guy's like, look, you know, yeah, there's something I got to tell you. And right as he's saying that, there's a rifle shot and a fucking bullet hits this old man, previous owner, and he's dead. Now then, the Cage character's like... What in the fuck is going on? Like, this whole town is fucking weird. It's full of weird, It's full of weirdos. So, he goes racing back to the motel. And he pulls up and goes in the back door of the office and notices what looks like a struggle. And he's like, was somebody rooting through my stuff? And so he's about to go back out and get in his truck when he notices the police officer's car parked over and off to the side. So he's like, what's going on? And he looks in one of the rooms that he had previously cleaned. He notices that the drapes are disturbed. He's like, there's nobody staying in that room. So he goes back into the hidden tunnel and goes through the hidden tunnel. And creeps up behind this two way mirror, and in the room is his wife on the bed and this police officer saying, You know, I just wish your husband had told me about this earlier. Like, I don't know if he was working out a deal with that guy, but after he saw what I did, I have to clean all this up. So I'm sorry. And uh I'm gonna have to make it look like a murder suicide with you know, with the two of you. And so Nick Cage taps on the mirror. The police officer is like, you know, what's that? And kind of goes over there. Nick Cage tackles him, break, tackles through the mirror, breaks the mirror, tackles this police officer down. There's a struggle and uh, the Nick Cage character shoots him. So at that point, the story is wrapped up in that the police officer got a little too rough with this other previous girl, killed her on accident. The old man was in that crawl space, probably doing a wank fest, was probably trying to blackmail him, got spooked, ran, and the policeman was the, the killer the entire time. So I mean it was it was an it was an okay story, but it just took way too long. I feel like it took way too long for me to even tell it. But, like, there, I just saved you fucking, what, almost two hours? It did not need to be that. It could have been a 30-minute movie, seriously. Um, And really not even any good nudity or gore or anything. Like, it was just, eh. So, there you are. That was Looking Glass, I think, that came out in 2018, I think. 2018, 2019. Starring Nick Cage. If you literally have nothing else to watch, maybe give it a, a shot. I, I will say, at the very least, the cinematography was very good. There's some super cool shots of uh, Arizona in some desert locations. You think you think you might have seen it? It's on a, it's on a Hulu right now, so that's where I watched it. <clears throat> it's eh, it's a shoulder shrug. It, like I say it wasn't terrible, but. It got me thinking about traveling and about motels is you know, I'm thinking about taking this drive. I was like, man, it would be fun to stop and stay in some of these like roadside motels, whatever. But then especially after I'm watching this movie, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go with no." I think I'm going to go stay at <laughs> major named places because I feel like those places are going to be full of bedbugs, hookers, meth heads. Fu- I think I'll pass. The, the mattresses are probably stuffed with pubes. The pillows probably have come all over them that have never been washed. It's probably just the fucking houses of skank. So, yeah, but like, Meow the Cat says, but, but, Hooker. You know what the problem with hookers is, though, right? Meow the Cat. And by the way, uh, welcome, Meow the Cat. I know you say you're a weirdo, but you're not. Dude, you're not. You st- Wish you a great stream. Hopefully so far it's chill enough. It's been pretty chill. The problem with hookers is they always have pimps and usually some jealous meth out uh, boyfriend and or a drug problem and or crotch critters. So like, that's a, that's like a risky. Uh... <laughs> so like as much as that sounds like, yay. I'm going to go with a new. (laughs) All right. Going outside is where is risky. Yes. But if we are going to, and and see now you're, now you're bringing this up, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier about metrics and numbers. I'll say going outside, in general is a risk factor of five to a 10. Fucking a hooker in a Route 66 fleabag motel is a risk factor of probably about 500. So yes, but risk is all about magnitude. (laughs) It's risky getting out of bed. Shit, it's risky. One time I went to get a sandwich out of the fucking fridge and like threw my neck out and had neck pain for a week. So like, but but how are you doing, Meow the cat? You know maybe maybe in Latvia the the h- hookers are cleaner. I I am not gonna pick up some New Mexico Albuquerque meth mouth like that's just that's fucking no thanks. That's not like. That's not like something you see out of John Wick where, like, they're these high class, like, you know, it's like, they're going to show up and they're going to look like somebody sawed off the end of a mop and stuck it on top of fucking Gollum from Lord of the Rings. You want a party? Ugh. So... As much as it sounds charming to, uh, to stop in these cool little roadside neat places, I think I'm going to go with a no. Um, or at the very least, if I'm going to do that, I'll take some beat up piece of shit car and just do it to do it. But I'm not going to take a pickup truck full of all my stuff or my super expensive fucking motorcycle and do any of that. Um, I don't know why it keeps banning the word hooker. Like, I, look, I've added it now twice. Come on. Oh, because well, the first time was hookers. Got it. Latvia, hmm, not right person to ask. Have been in over 50-plus relationships, but never went to a hooker. You've been in 50 relationships? Like, romantic relationships? Are you a... Are you a working man? 50-plus relationships. Holy shit. This is like 200 plus dates. God damn. Like, I mean, I guess the dates thing isn't as many. Like, that's from 14 to 22. Casanova. Damn. Fucking Don Juan, Meow the Cat. It's gotta be the scarf. It's gotta be the scarf. Jeez. Man, I <laughs> hooker hardly even know her. More like you hate being single. Dead. Dash V just gifted a tier one sub to me, other cat, and has given 32 gift subscriptions to the channel. Dash V, thank you so much, man. You didn't have to do that, but I really and truly appreciate it. Uh seriously, man great supporter and great friend. Thank you. It's gotta be the scarf. I mean, uh, like <laughs> he just loops it over their head and he's like, we are not dating. I don't know why I always do like a weird accent. Cause I can't do it. Like your accent. It's not even like, like it's so unique. He just throws a scarf around him and just, we are not dating. You, you, you know your love. But geez, even 14 to 22, 50 plus. Because you think Lafayette has a Russian accent. I, look. Yeah, something like that. (laughs) I can't, I can't do your particular, your, your particular accents. Uh, I'm not good, I'm not good with accents. As you can tell with my... Very dry, non, uh, what's the word for it? I don't have any, uh, I don't have any spice on the way I pronounce things. It's very like... Actually, I think they might have been, they might have been from Latvia. So, when I was in the, when I was in the UK, I, I, I stayed with the, with these friends, and they had, like, sublet, uh... A, a room in their flat, and it was like um, a girl and her boyfriend and her brother, and the and the three of them had like a room and a bathroom, whatever. And I think, I think they might have been from, from a lot of years but they were like listening to me talk. They were like the the two hosts that I stayed with, who were British. He's she's like. <laughs> It's very hard for us to occasionally understand what they were saying with their accent. But she's like, when you talk, you sound exactly like the things that we used to listen to, to learn English. And I was like, no, I'm the learnables guy! (laughs) El (laughs) hombre gordo come los espaguetis. El bebé sobre la mesa. I'm the fucking learnables guy. I was the learnables guy for these people from another country. (laughs) Kurgan, you have to be laughing your ass off. Yeah, like in Spanish class, they had these books, and they were like phrases with pictures, and they were like the most non-conversational, nonsensical. Who the fuck needs to ever? say these things out loud, I don't understand the intelligence of that, but then they would have this tape, and this guy would, like, read (laughs) he would, he would say the, the thing in Spanish, and then you know, the translation and it was like, this very I mean, I imagine it was probably like them listening to me talk it was like, yeah la policía policía, Corey and there's one where it's like the baby cries and you make this crying sound Mm, spaghetti (laughs) pantalonish learnable sky that would be so funny to to, how do i know you're eating telepathy i was my bald head can receive your thoughts and i'm like i bet you Krista's eating a spaghetti. pantalones. (laughs) Senorita gota sobre la mesa. And what's the other one? Uh, All I can remember is like, the fat man eats the spaghetti, the policeman chases the baby, the baby's under the table, the baby cries, something about eggs. You are like, how is any of that useful? Like, if I go to Mexico, I'm going to either get arrested or somebody's going to give me eggs or take my pants. How about teaching me how to say, where is the U S embassy or <laughs> officer, how much to stay out of jail? Not the apple is on top of the baby. Who the, uh, why, why do they teach that shit like that? That's like nothing that's conversationally helpful. <laughs> oh Dumb. <laughs> Pantalonish. It is like Sean Connery. A leather glove. A spaghetti. <laughs> would be more helpful? Officer. How do I avoid prison? Uh. Do I pay you or pay your pimp? Uh. Where is the hospital? Uh... Here's my money, don't kill me. I mean... Teach me some shit that like, is useful in the place that I'm going to. Although I guess in Kurgan's case, learning how to say pants. Pantaroneth. It's probably useful because Kurgan doesn't have any pants. So, maybe learn how to say pants. I feel like you could just say pants and then point to your naked lower body. Although you're probably going to be getting arrested at that point. So again, asking where the embassy is or how you can stay out of jail still, I feel like supersedes all the rest of the, that's just what they should start with. How do you avoid prison in this foreign country? Everybody there speaks English. We're, I mean, in that regard, I feel like we're pretty lucky. Most places I feel like do. Or, at the very least, you can just point to pictures. Or your pants. Uh, or give them an egg. Just walk around and go, huevos? Donde los huevos? Oh, boy. Well, I think that's. <laughs> I think that's. Infor- no, you know what? We got like four minutes left. We got four minutes left. What do you guys want to talk about? Spaghetti, pasta cats. Talk about um, your oh, Krista, you're eating leftovers. I could go for a good spaghetti and meatballs. The last time we had a spaghetti, the sauce was like watery. I hate a watery sauce. I want like a good, thick meat sauce with like a lot of Parmesan cheese. And, and, and some salt like, and a good fucking like like I like spaghetti but I occasionally like the like the um, what's that it? what's well, the ones that are like the little spirals they're like the little corkscrew shapes those are delicious those, those might be my favorite cause like, you like cause you can scoop them good they hold the meat sauce very good. <laughs> in the sh- Dash, it's not going to happen in the shower. I'm not going to do it. Rotini, rigatoni. Rotini, rigatoni, spumoni. <laughs> That's fucking ice cream. <laughs> Dash V, do you want me to just make you a private video of me eating in the shower? I feel like you really want that. Although, although, Bill doesn't show up to the show anymore. And he was the one that was like, if you ever do that, I'm never coming back. Well, he's barely ever here anymore anyway. Like, so, I could roll the dice and just do it. And then, and then I wouldn't have to worry about that. So, maybe I will. Maybe I will do a pasta in the shower. But why? That's just, uh, I'm gonna get fucking banned or some shit. I don't know how to say shower in Spanish See, I don't know that either I didn't learn any useful words All I know how to say is spaghetti, apple, and egg Not, well, and water I guess water is a pretty good word to learn Water Yeah, the sauce would be watery uh, It's gonna be bad Yeah, uh, watery sauce Fucking mushrooms and shit all over the place. Oh, dash. Let's go ahead and end it tonight. It's about midnight. That's going to be the end of the show. Thank you so much, everyone that stopped by. Krista and H-Girl fans. Black Cat's Poppy. King Dinosaur. Kurgan79 from Copenhagen. uh, Meow the Cat and Just Me dash v uh, as well as dr perry falls and thank you so much for the subscriptions uh from kurgan dr perry falls and the gift of a subscription from dash v i really do appreciate that and that all supports uh these endeavors and i really do appreciate that so safe travels to kurgan i hope you find your luggage and some pants um yeah We'll see you guys again tomorrow at 11 p.m. Eastern. As we say at the end of all these shows, stay safe, keep the faith, and all of that good shit. Make sure you get yourselves some rest. So, let's go ahead and...